Nothing can beat that human interaction, that one-to-one relationship building. Getting on the phone, really understanding why somebody wants to make a move. Sure, our job is to fill roles at Fragman, but if it's not the right time, if it's not the right fit, I want my recruiters to also have those upfront conversations with candidates in hiring managers. Hello, and welcome to the Talent Acquisition Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Dull, and on this show, we interview today's industry leaders in talent acquisition to discuss challenges, best practices, and what the future holds. If you are working in talent acquisition and have always wanted to sit down with your peers at other companies to exchange ideas and learn, well, this show is the next best thing. Join us each week as we bring you a new expert interview and extract their expertise. This episode is brought to you by SageMark HR. Transform your recruiting practices with leading edge technology. Selecting the right recruiting solutions to enable your strategy is one of the biggest challenges leaders face today. You know technology will help, but searching all the options to find out what will work best for your specific needs can be both overwhelming and time-consuming. At SageMark HR, we make selecting the right recruiting technology easy. Our proven process has helped companies such as 3M, Comcast, Stryker, Walgreens, and many more. Reach out to us at SageMark HR for a free consultation to learn how we can help you improve results with less stress and confidently change from reacting to leading. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Talent Acquisition Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Dull, and today I have a conversation with Derek Guy. Derek is the Director of Talent Acquisition for Fragman. Derek, welcome to the show. Thanks, Ryan. Happy to be here. Great. As we always do, let's start out and uh, share a little bit about your background, how you got started in talent acquisition and recruiting, and some of the roles that you've had leading up to your current role. Absolutely. So I've been in human resources for almost 20 years now, and I started in recruiting in 2008. I worked at a global recruiting firm for about six years, moved over to a boutique firm for two years. And now I've been here at Fragman, which is an AmLaw 100 law firm for almost seven years now. And I'm currently the director of talent acquisition here for the Americas and all of our global operations and corporate functions. That sounds great. So started out your career on more on the agency side and then moved uh, to more of the corporate side. That happens, but it's a very different world on both sides of that equation and a good experience to bring into the corporate world for sure. Yeah, so maybe share a little bit around Fragman as well as kind of the scope of your current role, size of your team, hires, that kind of stuff. Absolutely. So Fragman is the leading immigration and global mobility services firm. We've got almost a thousand lawyers rounding up dedicated specifically to immigration and global mobility needs, working with Fortune 100 and 200 companies, as well as individuals and private clients. So when I joined Fragman, we had roughly 3,000 employees. And all of the recruiting had been very decentralized worldwide, and a lot of the larger offices outsourced their recruiting to an RPO. I was brought on as kind of one of the first or second folks in to help build out our corporate recruiting function, as well as centralized recruiting to a TA, to a centralized TA group. It had previously been done through various agencies, local human resources, and various efforts from local partners. So I'm very happy to say that currently Fragman has almost 6,000 employees. We're an AMLAW 100 firm with only one single practice group, which is a real strong accomplishment. You know, and our revenues are close to a billion dollars. So for what we do, we're definitely recognized and known as the leader in the industry. My team personally has grown from myself plus one, handling recruiting for seven or eight offices and 
all of our corporate roles worldwide, which sometimes was not always so fun. I've actually now got a team of 12 or 13, and I oversee all the recruiting for the Americas. So I have a few managers underneath me. I have some senior specialists, and it's a great team. I mean, I have folks in Northern and Southern California. I have folks in Pittsburgh and DC, in New York, Texas, somebody in Ohio who handles our talent branding and marketing for us. So it's really been great to see how the firm has grown, but also how the firm has put a focus on talent acquisition. We know that our people are really the the lifeblood of our firm, and they've allowed my team and our worldwide talent acquisition team to grow along with the firm so that we can focus on bringing in the best and the brightest talent. That sounds great. So initiatives at this point have been kind of centralization efforts, building out the team, standardizing kind of all of your process and things. Where are you going from here? Talk a little bit about some of the key initiatives you have going forward at this point. Absolutely. Yeah. Those first two or three years were definitely about putting out fires and keeping the team staffed and happy. But now I definitely won't call it a luxury, but we've been able to develop some other initiatives. In the last 12 months, I've actually been able to carve out what I call my future talent specialist team. We focus on all of our summer associate program, our university relations and campus recruiting, and developing early career talent profiles. I've also been able to carve out a unique talent branding specialist role where we have one individual who's totally dedicated to internal and external talent branding to make the market and current employees aware of key new hires, promotions, and initiatives that we're doing around our talent. And one of the big focuses that I have now is centralization and automation. The team had currently been pretty much all full cycle, right? So you have 10 full cycle recruiters. They're all handling their own job postings, their own scheduling, their own screening, making offers, creating offer letters. It can be a lot, but it turns out that I have really good recruiters who should be focused on candidate experience and hiring manager experience, focused on a lot of administrative work. So we've been able to utilize our ATS, which is Workday, to roll out automated offer letters. We actually just on July 5th rolled those out to all of our U.S. offices. So that's phase two of our pilot. I'm looking forward to rolling them out to the rest of the world, hopefully by Q4. I'm also looking to develop a centralized scheduling team. So we've hired uh, an individual in Pittsburgh who's helping all of my recruiters with scheduling some of the more complex interview panels, which has been a huge help for my recruiters. And one of the other things that we're looking at is potentially bringing in a CRM. Workday is a great ATS and it's a great human capital management system. But for us pure recruiters from the agency side, sometimes it's a little bit harder to do those deep dive Boolean searches and really find some of the untapped talent that's within Workday. So we've been vetting out a few different CRM systems and we're hoping that, you know, by Q4 or maybe Q1 of next year, we can potentially add a good CRM to help our recruiters really automate updates to candidates, delivering content, those 30, 60, 90, six month emails to silver medalists and proactive folks that we find on LinkedIn, you know, really trying to keep in touch with them and engage candidates over time. One of the other longer term solutions that I'm looking for is also to help develop an alumni network. You know, many of the big four and many big organizations, they do look at Ubering employees as some of their best source of hire. And I think that's been maybe one of the areas that's a little bit overlooked here at Fragman. So we are also looking to develop an alumni network you know, just to share industry updates and news and content, as well as hopefully bring back folks who maybe left and 
realized that the grass wasn't greener. Yeah, that's great. Those are great initiatives. I like what you're doing and where you're going around. How do you bring in some automation and tools to help enable a higher strategic value for your recruiting resources that not only helps those recruiters have a more valuable experience themselves, but also improves the candidate experience, efficiency, and all those types of things. I'm working with a lot of organizations right now, helping to tackle automation capability, whether it's through CRM or other tools that do step and status and those types of automation initiatives to really unlock a lot of value in that process. So kudos to you on that. Those are great initiatives. So final question is maybe if you wouldn't mind sharing some advice for others. We always try to give back through this podcast. So share a little bit around some advice that either you've received or that you provide to your teams that would help others in the space. Absolutely. I think when I came up in recruiting, not that I'm that old, but it was still the era of kind of smiling and dialing. It was all about building relationships. It was about reaching out to candidates, getting people on the phone really uncovering what a candidate's motivations were for making a potential move. And I think in this day and age, there's a new generation coming up, millennial or Gen Z, who are more of a text first, email first generation, which has its own positives. And there's a lot of automation that companies and even my company uses to automate multiple steps in the process. But I think at the end of the day, nothing can beat that human interaction, that one-to-one relationship building getting on the phone, really understanding why somebody wants to make a move. Sure, our job is to fill roles at Fragman, but if it's not the right time, if it's not the right fit, I want my recruiters to also have those upfront conversations with candidates in hiring management. So I think whether you're just starting off on the agency side or in-house, or if you've been in recruiting for 10 or 20 years, don't forget that it's still a people business. And I always kind of joke about it, but you know, put, put the human back in human resources and really make sure not to overlook steps of the process to engage with your candidates, engage with your hiring managers, to really understand what are the true needs of the position you're trying to fill, and also what are the true motivations of the candidate, so that if we do make offers, it's the right offer the first time. We don't have to go back and forth. We're not going to get a lot of declines. So that's really the advice I have is just put yourself in the candidate's shoes. A lot of times, this might be the first time they're interviewing for a new job if it's early talent, or they might not have interviewed or dusted off their resume for 10 years. So really try to be supportive. And the same goes for hiring managers. You know, even if it's the most senior level leadership at your company, I always tell my team, we do this every day, right? So we're filling 2000 jobs a year. This is easy for us. One of our hiring managers might only fill one or two jobs a year. So when somebody resigns, they're nervous, they're painful. They don't know the steps. So jump on a call, jump on a video conference, have that recruiting kickoff call you know, have those introduction calls with candidates and hiring managers. Those basic little steps, that recruiting 101 is what's going to really help you fill roles in the end. Yeah, that's that's excellent advice. I think it's easy for us in the recruiting space to get lost and have it become kind of process and process moving and things and get lost that each of these roles for both the candidate and the hiring manager is probably the most important thing that they're doing, but also they don't do this every day. And so having that connection, building that relationship, making it easy for them, making them feel comfortable and informed through that process is really some of the highest value activities that recruiters can have. And I think that's excellent advice. And it is easy to get lost in kind of the magnitude of, oh, I have 40 roles I'm trying to go. I just got to move everything along. But 
and lose sight of those types of relationships and, and that high value add of building those relationships and helping people through. So I think that's great advice for the audience. So I really appreciate you, appreciate you sharing a little bit about your story today and your background and that great advice. So Derek, thank you very much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Ryan. It's a pleasure to be on. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Talent Acquisition Leaders Podcast. If something we said today resonated with you, please subscribe, rate, and download our podcast and share the episode with your network. Ready to transform your recruiting practices with leading edge technology, just like our other clients at 3M, Comcast, Stryker, and Walgreens? Then reach out at sagemarkhr.com for a free consultation.